So this is a this is a weird one. It's kind of heavy, uh, kind of just weird out there, bizarre. I don't know what was happening exactly. Um, my name is Mark. You're listening to Streaming Consciousness. You can follow me on Instagram at at tincan.telephone. Um, you can follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. That would be cool of you. Um, so yeah, so this this one uh, I I kind of. Um, just let myself go there. I just kind of uh, closed my eyes and 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 went from uh, things that were I was thinking about the current moment to uh, I don't know a little bit of uh, purging from the past. I'm not sure uh, what it all means, but um, I'm I'm putting it out there for you. I don't know what you're gonna think. Getting dressed for a date, put on blue aftershave, wore a kill black kill. The way that I felt Combat boots, fallen leaves West Village, Halloween To Bollywood song Taking shots till we're gone Unwelcome in the autumn Persona non grata I'm the last of the best I'm your thoughts in the swamp There's a playground of children In the shadows of buildings There's a line out Church, where your homelessness works, where the stained glass of crimson meets Ezekiel's visions, saw valley of bones where no man shall be saved. And now you, you come to me asking that. And now you, you come to me and you're asking that. How can we reconcile? Left your innocence there in Tiananmen Square Vacant lock where a prison stood God knows you never would lie to yourself But you do every time Made a life of deception And passive aggression Gonna scream when I sing I'm gonna die in the ring Turn me on your knockout Climb up onto my cloud Do your worst to me now before I change my mind Now you, you want to be true To me once again And you want me to be true To you once again Oh yeah, you, you want to be true to you.
So, how you doing? How you hanging in there? You doing all right? You doing okay? Everything cool? Or are you experiencing the uh, the setting in of cabin fever, quarantine cabin fever? Or have you been deemed essential? It's weird out there in the essential world. <laughs> have you been? Have you ventured out into the world, or do you have enough supplies that you're you are uh, able to just actually stay home and safe? Or have you ventured out into the world? Because I'm telling you, it's weird out there in the world right now. It's really weird. It's like bizarro world out there. Everyone's everyone's driving around and walking around with uh, gloves and masks, and there's no traffic. It's wide open yet, yet nobody's adhering to the laws of the road. They're either somebody's crawling around way under the speed limit, or people are flying above it. There's no just normalcy. Like why not just go normal? Like why can't why? Why is this this feeling of lawlessness already starting to take effect on the roads? Um, we I live near a uh, a border patrol station, and they've the last few days have it, had it closed off, and we've been waving cars through one at a time, and and you start to wonder what's going on, what's really happening. We've been into a grocery store. They have the the tape on the floor, so you know how to stay, so you know to stay six feet back from each other. It's it's uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's it's, it's it's and it's not like it's this crazy apocalyptic landscape, but it's different. And so it's taking a while for. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. It's taking a while for our bodies to adjust, for our, our minds to. Um, and, and maybe that's what's happening on the roads. People are are driving, expecting there to be cars, and they're still driving aggressively or defensively as if there's a lot of traffic and there's just not and it's just this weird thing where people are just on autopilot and it's going to take a little bit for autopilot to uh disengage i guess so you can re-engage with what's happening in front of you and what's what's going to happen i'm i'm already I'm already watching uh, when I when I watch like a Netflix show that was created more than two weeks pri- previously to more than two weeks ago, and you're see I, I see people close together in groups and in restaurants eating, and it's like it's like it's like when you when you would watch movies and right after 9/11 and see uh, or it still kind of happens when you see old movies and and the World Trade Centers are still the World Trade Center buildings are still standing there. And it's like, it's like, oh yeah, there was a world before this world. And now you see people hugging and you're like, what are you doing? You're not six feet apart. And it's already, it's already changing. It's already becoming normal. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long for something to become normal. And this life is already becoming normal. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the financial future holds for the, you know, like, like, is like, oh, so it's, so this is becoming normal. This thing that's happening now is becoming normal, but, but is it going to, is it going to change again so rapidly? And maybe that's what's, it's so, it's, it's hard to kind of get a grasp uh, on 
is that it's changing so rapidly. So it's not even changing from one thing to another thing that you can ease into. It's, it's like the second you begin to adjust to that new way, another new way starts. And then as soon as you start adjusting to that new way, not even like fully adjusting, as soon as you start to, as soon as you recognize that you need to adjust, suddenly it changes and you have to switch gears again. And the, the, the news is, is it's, it's like, it's like we're, we're being lied to by everybody. There's no truth. Like, how can you tell what the truth is? There's the, the, the government is lying to us. The media is lying to us. The, the CDC is lying to us. Healthcare professionals are lying to us. Our neighbors are lying to us. I don't know. Everyone's a liar. Cause how, how can, how can they not be? Every single point of view is completely different. So how are you supposed to get a handle on what's happening? There are people that believe this is the end. There are people that believe these are the end times. That this, this stumble that we've come up with, this, this thing is the end. Christ is coming. And then there are people that, are, that believe this is the new beginning. This is the chance for the earth to heal. We're already seeing it in places where people have been locked them, locking themselves up inside and they're not going out and, and the, the pollution, how quickly, how quickly the pollution dissipates. How can you not believe that? And, and maybe this is it. This is why, this is why they're pushing so fast. The government is pushing so fast to get everyone back to work and back into it because the longer this goes on, the more we're going to see the world, the earth recover. And then this whole nonsense about, about global warming being a cyclical thing and not being man-made, can, we can lay that to rest, we will know, because we'll know that just after a couple weeks of, of laying back, look at, the, look at the healing that's already happened. It's, 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 you can't deny it. You can't deny it. So, so it's like, let's, and everyone's just waiting to get back to normal. But why? Normals, going back to normal's not going to work. Normal hasn't been working for a very long time. And we've been sticking with it because it has been working for a very few select group of people. There's a, there are a few people who, who who benefit from the norm. Most of the people don't. We're we're just mindless bots that serve the elite. Even when you think you're not, you are. Even when you think you're against it, you're you're not. When you, when you when you think you're you're the one that can see see the the difference, it doesn't matter. They know you're. It's just still part of the game. Just playing as part of the game. Unless you can pull yourself out of the game and start to see what's really happening, which is none of it's real. None of this is real. So once you realize that none of this is real, and, and at the same time, it's real. I mean, you are living, right? Like, it, it's real. To you, it's real. But what's it going to be... Think of a hundred years from now, what will be real to you right now? Like to you, what will be real a hundred years from now? A hundred years from now, you won't be anything. 
You won't exist. And so what will any of this worrying be good for? What will any of this fear be good for? It's nothing. It's nothing. You should, we, should, we should always be embracing the moment. We should always be embracing the now. And the fact that this shift has been so difficult, it's been a, for me, this has been a jarring shift. And it's only because I was on autopilot for so long. And even though I considered myself somebody who was slightly more awakened than the average citizen of Earth, it was still a jolt. It's a jolt, man. And I know it was for you too. It was. It was. It was a jolt. We're still trying to like. We've got somebody saying that this thing's going to miraculously disappear by Easter. There are people that believe that. There are people that so full-heartedly believe in one man that they believe that this is like a miracle going to disappear by Easter. And then there's the rest of us who know that this thing's not going away, but also we, we still can't stop living. So it's something that's got to be dealt with. And I'll tell you what, going forward, we're not going to put so much faith in our leaders to be, to be prepared for this stuff. This is the kick in the ass that we needed to be more self-sufficient, to learn to be sovereign entities, to maybe not laugh at the preppers so much, but you know, maybe not have to go so in over the top. But we're, we're, we're gonna learn, we're gonna learn some new things here. We're, this, is, this is a leveling up. We're learning in this, right now that we don't need all the shit we thought we needed. All the choices that we, that we had, we thought were so great, we didn't need them. We're learning that we can survive on limited things. We're also learning that um, not everybody needs to be in an office to accomplish work. People are working from home and realizing, like, how are you going to go back to working in an office when you've been working at home for a, a month or two? How are you going to go back? The, the, the veil has been lifted. The truth has been revealed. You don't need to be pent up in a cage and monitored to do a good job. In fact, you're better. You're way better at your job now when you're at home, comfortable, not in business, casual, and st stuck together with people you don't like. People who chew with their mouth open and people who stop you in the hallway and just talk about nothing. You're not stuck at work with them. You can check out your social media without worrying about your boss walking up behind you. And because, so what? It doesn't matter. You're still getting your work done. You're not putting in the conventional hours. You're, it's, so maybe you're not getting your work done in 9 to 5. You're getting it done in small chunks because there's distractions. But look at the miracle we're witnessing. We're learning that it's possible to work from home. You can take care of your family and get your job done. The technology has made it possible. They didn't want us to know this. They wanted to keep, because that's how we keep us oppressed. That's how you, you need to be miserable. If you're not working for the weekend, they got you. But if you're sad, if suddenly you're doing 
good at your job that you've sucked at for so long because now you're doing it on your terms and now you see that now you now we, we're seeing it how can we go back how can we go back how can we go back to the excess all these things we thought we needed that we don't need we don't need any of it But the, the one thing that this has done, though, is it's pulled us apart from each other. But maybe we needed it. Maybe we each needed to have our individual timeouts. I'm, I'm sure it's forced us all to step back and, and meditate whether we've wanted to or not, just because we've had the time. Collectively, we've had the time. And even if you're just sitting, spending time worrying about it, that's meditating on it. That's thinking about it. That's being with it. I try try sometimes being with some of the positive aspects of it. That might benefit you a little bit, but I'm not here to judge on that, how you meditate. But this has forced us to meditate and, and to breathe and to appreciate breath. If, to appreciate breath. We're, isn't that what we're doing? We're all hiding out to, to save our breath, our precious breath. I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. Our breath is precious. That's why we're hiding out. It was when they came after our breath that we said, all right, enough's enough. But we, we have a little bit more gratitude for it now. So we're slowing down a little bit. We've had this forced slowdown. We've been going, 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 going. It's hard. It's hard. S sometimes I just sit there and I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be um, out for most of the day, but when I, it's even when I get home, at the end of the day, there's just there's not an option to go out to do anything to stop somewhere or to. And I, I don't know. Maybe we're, it, we're it's, it's, I'm, I'm, you know. I, I, and while it's been hard, while it's been uh, this pressure, because I feel like I should be going instead of stopping, I am realizing that I don't need to be going. This is this is going to um, this inability to travel, and 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 airlines canceling flights, and, and maybe I heard even um, there might even be canceling domestic airlines. What that does is that puts us, we're no longer able to physically be anywhere within a few hours. So now we're, that brings us back to local, and that's where we should be. We're suddenly forced to focus on local. Especially um, if, if you were somebody who depended on Amazon. If you were someone who depended on Amazon to bring you your stuff, and suddenly Amazon is sold out of the stuff, and you're forced to go out and find your own stuff. Like you, you, it's brought you to local. Look at what's going on in the local world around you. Think globally. Act hyper locally. Start with right where you are, and move. Then move outward. And so, you know, we're, we're going to have to start working as communities again. We're, we're back to local. We can't get anywhere else. We're here. That's kind of cool, I think. You know? 
doesn't make your neighbors suck any less, but, you know, at least you start having some awareness that there are people too. <laughs> Not just the annoyance next door, maybe. You feel what they're going through and lend a helping hand if you can. So, yeah, there's just, it's just, there's this world right now. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to sit here and tell you. You know, you know. But, I don't know, it makes me feel better to talk about it a little bit. Hope it makes you feel better. Ho hopefully you're able to uh, sort through some of this with me. I'm at the, uh, the start of a, a three-day weekend. And uh, I, I, it's nice. It's nice to just decompress for a little bit here and, and uh, let some shit out. And, and what's also nice is to know that I, w I actually get to spend time doing things I like to do and working on my podcasts and stuff because there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to be. It forces me to just chill out and take it easy. And I'm not forcing and rushing to fit stuff, you know, try to, it's, it's hard to fit in the things you want to do alongside the things you have to do and the things that need to be done. And this is kind of giving us some time to be able to focus on doing the things we want to do because the things we feel we need to do aren't there anymore. Just, just home. And, and it feels good. It feels good to just let your muscles decomp. Let your muscles unclench. Unclench your muscles. And I always, I, I keep catching myself, and re, re, and having to like tell myself, dude, what are you doing? Unclench. My whole body's clenched up most of the time. Just walking around clenched up. Muscle. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, what is happening? What is happening? What is the truth? If anybody knows, thinks they know the truth and want to talk about it, send me a message on Instagram at tincan.telephone. Let's hash it out. Let's hash out what's really going on. Let's do it. Let's do it on here. You can come, you can come tell me. Let's, uh, let's get to the bottom of things, shall we? But, uh, I don't know. Let's move away from this for a minute. This COVID-19 coronavirus. Sometimes it's just, it's just all-consuming, consumes everything. I'm so tired of it. How do you tap into creativity? What, what is it? What's your trick? What's the trick when you're just going about your everyday life and you suddenly have some time to create art? How do you snap into that artist frame of mind? What do you do? Is it with a, a substance? Or are you able to just go there quickly? Can you just shift gears that quickly? The, the, the problem I've always had in the past is it just takes me so long to switch gears from uh, everyday analytical mark to creative uh, doing doing art stuff mark and 
by the time I get there, I'm out of time. <laughs> so, so uh, I don't know. Looking for some some ways to shift gears, taking into account the current situation, and probably not going to be able to go out. So. Uh, I don't know, what are some meditation techniques? What do you do? What do you do? Maybe it's just that I don't get enough sleep. Maybe if I was more well-rested, it'd be easier to do all this stuff. More well-rested? Is that a phrase? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I remember um, with this one time, I was probably uh, 11, and uh, there was this uh, kind of this flood overflow area that was adjacent to a golf course that was near in our neighborhood, and my friend and I, my friend Jeff and I would climb the fence and go over and find golf balls that had gone over the fence. We'd put them in a crates or eight cartons and then we'd go up to the golf course in the mornings on Sunday Saturdays and Sundays and we'd sell them sell them their balls back to them for you know a dozen for a dollar or something ridiculous and one day we were down there you know hunting for golf balls and someone hit a golf ball over the fence and it hit me square in the back and it hurt so fucking bad and I, I like right now just sitting here doing it I'm tensing up like it happened and and then like, the guy came up and he's like, hey kid, can you toss me my ball? And I just, I never told anyone that it happened. Even my friend Jeff was there with me and didn't see it happen. I never told anybody that that, that golf ball hit me right in the back. I didn't, I held it in. I held it in. And then I'm, I remember going back farther in time. It was probably, I don't even know. a couple of years before that maybe so um, my grandparents we used to go stay with them like for uh, Thanksgiving and stuff like that they lived a few hours away and so I remember being playing in their storage room and knowing I wasn't supposed to be in there but playing in their storage room with uh, like little Hot Wheels cars and you know because they had all these boxes and stuff and I they were bit I could make them buildings and they had this little city and I was driving cars around and this table I was sitting at this table that was like stored upside down on top of some boxes fell and landed and hit me right on the head like the table side like the tabletop hit landed right on the top of my head and I never told anybody so I didn't want to get in trouble for being in there and I didn't want the attention and even years later when I was in my 20s I was having these really bad headaches and I was in in talking to a neurologist and he was asked me is anything when you were younger? Is anything ever land on your head? Because you know I was having some problems with my neck. And when he said that, that moment flashed into my head, and I said no. I didn't want to tell him that I had done that. I didn't want to tell him that that had happened. Is that weird? It's weird, right? Like, what's the what was the thought process there? And what was it now? Like, I'm, I'm just barely confessing these things. I don't even know why these are coming to the surface right now. 
but then something's triggered it. Something's triggered that these there there are th things that shape us. There are things that we share, and there are things that we don't share. Why would, why did I share that with you just now? It's a uh, it's weird. Like like this existence is weird. It's a weird. It's a weird to be alive. And to live life, and and yeah, life. You you live it in the moment. It's in the moment. It's only happening in the moment. But man, the past is heavy. And 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 the past is it is it's heavy. And there are some things from the past you can't shake. I can't shake that from the past. I can't shake the fact that that table landed on my head whether I told anybody or not that, that happened and maybe the pain in my neck now is a result of that so like it did have consequence <laughs> and maybe had I told somebody earlier that could have been fixed why wouldn't I tell somebody why would I it's, it, it's those things it's those weird things where you you are where, I, where I'm in pain where I choose to just suck it up and not admit the pain. And I'm just a walking, I can, my, every sec, every inch of my body hurts, always. It, I'm, it's never not in pain. And that's what I choose to hold in. And, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about it. Something, something's surfacing here, chipping away at something. All right, this is this was a weird one. Um, I'll talk to you soon. I will ask no questions while I do my 
Speaking. 